We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody. Got ourselves another episode of the BSJ plus Jaron podcast, or you could say Monkeys plus Brian podcast. Uh, either way you want to word it with me. We have Monkeys Jaron forever. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Whoa. I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. Just got back from rock climbing, so you know, chilling. Yeah, I, I know you used to always do that all the time, but you were injured, so are you finally good enough to start doing that again? Um. I wouldn't say I'm like actually climbing. It's more just, you know, I'm easing my way into into my my old form, you know. I'm just trying to get back into shape and like get moving again cuz you know, I I had about a year and a half there of not really doing anything. <laughs> and and I genuinely mean like not doing like not even walking BSJ, like nothing. Well, yeah. well, I, I mean, y- y- you know, limited walking in the house, you know, from like bedroom to kitchen and whatnot. But I, I've gotten back into a swing of things myself. I definitely, I, I don't have an excuse though. You know, you got injured. I just chose to be down in the dumps from COVID. I guess I don't know. Like, you know, who cares if nobody cares? Kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I actually I found a little bit of a new routine. So there's like a really nice coffee shop. Like actually. The best chai latte I've ever had. I, oh, I say that I say that with a lot of weight because I. What happened was I used to drink a lot of chai lattes because uh, I didn't like coffee that much, and then I just mm-hmm. kind of like stopped drinking chai lattes because I like coffee now. But then I was like, I, and I also thought, man, chai lattes are always like sugary and bleh. you know, like they're just like people just add a bunch of sugar and that's it. But then yeah. I went to this one place and I tried their chai latte and it was like the best chai I ever had. And it doesn't come with coffee by default, but I just add like a shot or two of, of, of espresso in there to make it like a, co- you know, caffeine, caffeinated chai latte. And so what I've started doing is after my workout, I run to the coffee shop. You know, it's about a mile away. So it's like really nice because there's like a reward for me at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I get to walk home in like the nice cold weather in like a t-shirt because that's what i worked out in and then i'm just drinking hot coffee and i'm like kind of sweating because i was running so i'm like i don't know man it may it feels yeah, good you yeah. know you you have no, nice no, things that go on in life routine. that's a good yeah. routine for sure yeah you're the one that uh when we were in the dota house for vgj reminded me that having good life things go on really centers you 
as a Dota no, player. Oh, dude, it, it, it does so much. It, it truly matters to like, you know, keep keep yourself sane outside of Dota. Cause like Dota, <laughs> you're you're not always gonna be in a game of Dota. You know, like eventually you gotta you gotta go back to life. <laughs> You know, a lot of people come into this podcast, they know your channel, they know my channel, and they think, like, BSJ Monkeys, talk more about Dota, please. And I just want to tell everybody, if you're new to the podcast, if you're wondering what's going on, this is a Dota player podcast where, for the most part, we talk about real life outside of Dota. Because the fact is, a lot of us Dota players, we kind of forget that it exists. You know, you have Dota, and you have life, and the life part of it kind of gets forgotten about. So. That's what we tend to talk about in relevant, like in relevance to Dota. You know, we'll rage about our pubs a little bit. You know, you'll you'll tell me how to have a better mentality in my pubs, and I'll whine that I can't do it <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, aside from that, we mainly do talk about just just life, and I hope you guys can uh, appreciate that with us. So, just wanted to tell you guys. Uh, so, what else? You know, what else is new with you, buddy? It's been about a week, give or take. Uh, you know, not too much. Kind of didn't really do much for the holidays. Uh, got to see my 90-year-old grandmother and chill with her for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, past that, just kind of getting back into the groove of things. You know, I, I recently told myself, BSJ, that I'm going to, like, genuinely try to, like, be more positive when it comes to Dota and pubs and whatnot. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, keep that mentality going forward because, uh, yeah, I, I I I don't think I've been that negative in general, but it's just like when it comes to Dota specifically, it's like I don't know. One thing goes wrong, and then I'm just like in a in a bad mood suddenly, and 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 you know, it's just it's a game, right? You gotta have fun with it. So I'm trying I'm trying to restore my mentality to that that kind of like basis, you know. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely, as I totally understand that struggle. And I want to actually talk about that because I just want to remind everybody that monkeys brought it up, not me. So that's actually something I've been, uh, that's something I've been struggling with a lot where yesterday on stream, I had this moment where I have a lot of moments and they don't usually seem to amount to anything unless I consciously (laughs) choose to apply them where I was like really annoyed. I had lost like three or four games in a row that were all super fucking close. You know, like their throne lives with 500 HP. I don't press BKB one time, so we lose the game. That kind of yeah, that kind of yeah. close, you know. One 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 play away from winning the game, yeah. And I was like upset, and I was definitely pulling it into my future games. I was getting a little triggered and everything, and I was just like, "Why am I upset?" You know, I, Dota's an awesome game. I love Dota, and yet, I, and I do it for a living. Here I am playing a game for a living, and I'm upset, you know. And I was like, why am I so triggered? Why, why, why am I so unappreciative or whatever? And, uh, and then I like realized that a lot of it's, you know, I mean, I've realized this many times, but it's all perspective. You know, it's like, I feel like I lost track of what it means to like appreciate my quote unquote job. You know, I mm. feel like, uh, a lot of times that's because I stopped doing things outside of real life uh such or out in real life such that dota (laughs) Dota is so much of everything that you get so invested in the individual result of a dota game that it carries with you man it carries with you all day and and uh so that's i'm definitely in the same spot as you like try to be more positive 
about anything related well, to Dota. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, anything I feel really. like it, it's like for for us, obviously, we're we're incredibly fortunate to be in the positions we are in, right? Like we get to play the game that we are incredibly passionate about for a living, and you know, we get to make content and just have have fun just with it with it all, right? But but I, I feel like especially with COVID, right? You know the the time we we have started spending inside our homes and whatnot like dota has started becoming like all encompassing and whatnot so it's like i feel like it's it's kind of difficult when you know dota is all that you're doing for you to stay 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 above like all of the all of the negative emotions that you're you're inevitably going to feel when you're inside for you know 16 hours a day or something and most of those hours are on your computer <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy how that works right you think about it when you quantify it you're like damn i spend that much time a day sitting at my computer playing dota yeah, <laughs> yeah. which obviously i'm not saying every single person has been playing that much dota for for like during covid or whatever but at least for me i've been inside quite a bit between you know, pandemic and being injured and whatnot. So, you know, that's why it's it's been more difficult for me to stay stay positive, like when it comes to specifically Dota. But, you know, I'm as I said, I'm trying to do other things again and not just be only Dota. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the biggest part about a lot of these things is just being aware that you're being like pessimistic and overly negative. It's like yeah. just being aware, catching yourself, kind of just saying like. You know, why are you doing that? Question yourself. Uh, it definitely, definitely these like things like this, where if you don't think about why you're doing it, it kind of just confuses you. You're like thinking to yourself, man, like I'm just so mad right now or so triggered. And you don't like process it. You know, you just show up the next day triggered again. <laughs> you know, and it yeah. just carries forward until eventually you lose your shit. Uh, like some of the people you guys may watch outside of this channel. I mean, what am I talking about, monkeys? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you hear? Uh, we, we are the only two content creators on Twitch for Dota. Yeah, of course, so, of, course, know, of yes. course, everyone only watches. Nobody us. else watches anybody else. Holy shit! Do you hear the cat, or can you not? I hear do that? hear the cat. I can. Wow. Oh yeah, I so I heard that you got a cat. I don't think you ever told me you got a cat. Uh, we're house sitting a cat right now. Oh so... yeah. Yeah, it's actually kind of sad because Kali's been planning on getting a cat for a while. She had a cat when she was growing up, but uh, she knew she had developed an allergy to cats in like somewhere uh -huh. around like age 20. And uh, so since our friend Snowball, who you hear meowing over there, has been here, she's been getting like really bad allergic reactions. So uh, no. she's second guessing. And most likely, uh, dropping the plan to get a cat. So mm -hmm. we were kind of sad about that because the cat was supposed to be here pretty like we were supposed to adopt the cat like in like a couple weeks. So she was gonna have. Is oh my is god! It not, god. Is it not possible for her to get like uh aller uh allergy, allergy treatments? Yeah, I mean yeah. she's considering it. Uh, I know like Charlie Yang is doing it. And he's been getting treatments for like years, like a year or two plus, uh -huh. maybe even longer. So she's just not sure if like, cause she wouldn't be able to get the cat now. She'd have to wait, you know, however long to do it. Uh -huh. So 
She's not, she's debating it, but it's just really sad because I think I'm a cat guy. I think I'm officially a cat person. Really? <laughs> uh, after having the cat around, I think they're hilarious. I find them incredibly fascinating. Uh-huh. Uh, he's so curious about everything. I think we're spoiled a bit. Snowball's definitely a really good cat. He, mm-hmm. the only thing I've had an issue with is that he'll climb on my desk, which I don't mind, but he'll specifically like jump on my keyboard and like put his paws on my mouse and stuff during a Dota game. So it's rough. Hey, I come, uh, here. come here. I yeah. dated someone who bought a oh, a Bengal cat. She got yeah. like a a, ba- a baby Bengal when I was dating her, and that like Bengals. I don't know if you know much about them, but they're like su- they're 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 like mini leopards, basically, or something. Like they're just so energetic, and they like I don't know. I I I definitely enjoyed cats more after that cat because he was he was wild. But where are you going, Snowball? I'm listening. I'm listening. No, Snowball no. thinks he can escape. <laughs> Boy he knows he right. likes it. He's just like <laughs> he—he's not—he's not—he's not gonna admit that he likes it, right, Snowball? <laughs> the funny thing is, he comes and sits in my lap like randomly in bed and stuff, and then I pet him and he just sits there. And then he'll like come over to me, meowing me, and then you see him like kind of trying to escape or whatever. And I'm like, "What are you doing, buddy? You know you want to be here. You literally came over to me whining to me." So yeah, that that that's one of my favorite parts of cats cuz uh when I lived in the complexity house uh in like 2016 2017 that er- that era of complexity um Moo got Leo. I don't know if you ever saw Oh, him, I know like, about Leo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Moo, Moo got Leo and uh that was like kind of the house cat for complexity. And in the in the <laughs> the first like month or so that we had Leo, he would always not always but like there would be a decent amount of nights during the week that he would come and sit on my lap while I was playing Dota, and Moo would just be like, "What the hell? I want Leo on my lap." <laughs> but, but you know, it was very fun, you know, or not necessarily fun, just nice having like a cat sit on my lap while I was playing Dota, you know, just to kind of have that companionship for a little bit. Well, Eventually, Leo became more Moo's cat, but. You know, but very, very initially, he would sit on my lap, and I would be like, "Oh, this is nice. I like." <laughs> ah, it's actually, it's, it's honestly so nice because they're so chill, and he just wants to hang out with you. Like that's yeah. all Snowball wants to do. He just wants to hang out. Like we go into the shower, and he just like comes in to the shower or comes into the bathroom and like jumps on the rim of the shower and just like looks in. It's kind of creepy when you put it out like that, but he's a cat, so it's not creepy. <laughs> uh but yeah like anywhere we go you know we're sleeping he comes and joins us on the bed we're at the we're at our desk he comes and jumps on the desk and uh i find it like oh he's biting my wire you know i have a spare pair of headphones so if he ends up breaking the wire there could be worse things but uh no i just find it so like with dogs whenever i played with dogs like it's all it's like a time commitment for me to play with dogs like you're you're either kind of like walking them or playing a game with them or something or hanging out with just them but what i've noticed with cats is like usually i'm doing something else and the cat just kind of like comes in and joins me you know and Mm -hmm. like i just kind of continue doing whatever i'm doing like right now i'm doing a podcast episode and he's pulling the wire down but (laughs) i you know i'm just still talking to you and hanging out with you while i while i pet the cat so i uh I enjoy that a lot more. I think that's more my style. That's why I think I'm a cat person. 
but sadly, yeah, dog, you know, we dog, probably dogs are one. dogs are typically too too energetic for that. I, I mean, like my dogs, for example, when they when they get really tired, they'll they'll just kind of like come put their paws on my on my armrest and like to indicate that they want to get on my lap, and then they'll like get on my lap and and just sit there for a, for a few minutes, but then be like, "All right, this isn't nearly as com- comfortable as I thought it was," and then ah! they'll just fuck off. And, <laughs> but okay, but yeah, at the movie off the headphones, buddy. Yeah, no, I not. feel like uh, it's deceiving. I don't know. Some animals love being on your lap, and they love it, and then sometimes they're like, wait a minute, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I was lied to. I was falsely <laughs> advertised. I was deceived. <laughs> this isn't fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what he usually does. Right? He just sits right here, and this yeah, is like yeah, right, that... where, right where my mouse is. Uh, that's what uh that's what leo would do to uh, moo all the time he would literally just like take over moo's desk and be like this is mine now. this this is my desk now <laughs> human you serve me I, I think i honestly think dogs are awesome i love playing with dogs i love hanging out with dogs but for me i, I just don't know if i would want a dog i like yeah, more I, my I mean, own dog. dogs are they're, they're a lot of work they're they're very I, I feel like dogs are more dependent on you than than cats cats are just like they exist with you they'll They'll do their own thing. They'll <laughs> they'll like see you. Sometimes come up to you. Sometimes they'll just walk away. Like you know, they just want to chill. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think the funny thing about cats is that they they seem to give so many shits. Like they they're careful usually. Like when they're jumping from desk to desk, they usually don't knock things over. And then like they also you know tiptoe around. But then at the same time they also don't give a shit because like you're like you're not their owner you know like they're you're their servant or whatever (laughs) so i think it's hilarious that they're so considerate but then yet so like (laughs) egotistical have you you ever seen those videos of cat like like there's a mug on the edge of a counter or something and a cat will just like take its paw and slowly push the, the mug off of the cat. Like, like just, just to piss people off. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna, I'm I mean, gonna the get thing, that the off. The thing is, dogs are like chaos, right? Like, when they knock yeah. things off of a shelf, it's because they're running around and jumping and they're super excited because they're playing with a ball or something and they knock yeah, yeah. it over. Cats, like, deliberately, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're just like, are you watching me? And you're like, yes. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. You think you think I'm not gonna do this? You think I'm not gonna do this? <laughs> yeah, he's uh I mean I, I we've only had him for like a week, but it's been super enjoyable. Um It's just yeah. a difference. I've never lived with a cat my entire life. I've never lived oh, really? with a cat. Yeah, twenty twenty something years old. <laughs> something. I lived with uh, two cats that we adopted when I was seven years old or something. But then when when we got dogs, when I was like 10, they really did not get along. Like they never tried to get along with the dogs, basically. So they just kind of existed until they died. (laughs) Like, like we tried. We really tried. We like introduced them to each other. There was no like the dogs didn't try and like kill them or anything. You know, they were they were all chill with each other. It just. They just stopped, like, being on the ground where the dogs were. They would, like, exclusively be on tables or, like, on top of furniture or something. Like, ha-ha, you can't get me up here. <laughs> I've seen plenty of houses where 
cats and dogs like mingle peacefully. I, I've definitely no, seen no, yeah, that. no. It, it, it's a thing, but I I don't know if we just like we got the dogs when the cats were too old and they just like they didn't want to like integrate puppies into their lifestyle or something. I, yeah, I, they I were too know. used to what you'd given them already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it makes sense. Uh, yeah, imagine I would imagine the dogs would be more malleable most of the time than cats. I feel like mm. cats, like once they have what they have, they're probably going to be more. Yeah, no, I, I, it's probably easier to introduce a kitten to an adult dog than it is to. That's what I'm saying exactly. Yeah. yeah, that that that's pretty much what I would think as well from what I learned uh, so far in my short time with with Snowball. He today was really funny because Collie and I went out to dinner and. We were told by our the person that we're house sitting for that he will whine because he wants to go into the hallway and like explore the hallway of the apartment building. Uh, and he hadn't done that yet. He hadn't done that with us. So today I opened the door and held it open for just a, like maybe five, ten seconds. And Snowball walked into the hallway and got like a two second glimpse of the hallway. And then I put him back inside. And after that, he's been whining to go in the hallway really? the entire time. He's gotten he's gotten such a small taste of the outside world. Uh, we're realizing now that he was perhaps not aware that there was a hallway there. So he's now fully he, aware. Now that he knows, you know, yeah. it's you're done there's, for now. Yeah, there's no. There, I mean. Thankfully, uh, you know, it, he he found out later on in his stay than uh, than earlier. But it's really cool how quickly he's like settled into everything. Like he knows exactly what everything is for in this house. Like uh, mm. when we're, he can tell, like when we're sleeping, he can tell. Like when we're leaving, he can tell. Like it, it's just really interesting. He like he seems very aware of everything in the house, which to me is like. Very diff. I mean, I know dogs are definitely aware of, of a lot of things as well. No, but... cat, cats are definitely way smarter than dogs. I, yeah. I mean, may, may, maybe like there's some breeds of dogs, like you know, uh, uh, huskies or border collies or stuff like that. But you know, for for the most part, I would say on average, cats are much much more more just cautious and like they understand their. their They're much more deliberate. Yes, yes, I would yes. say they're methodical, deliberate. That's what I've kind of noticed. I mean, I've heard from chat during my time snowball having him on cam where they say horror stories of their cats and stuff. But uh, snowball's been nothing but good for for the most part. He nice. did have a weird desire to eat Polly's flowers. Like she had a bouquet of flowers that he just really wanted to eat, and she kept putting them in higher places, and he kept managing to get to the higher place and and <laughs> try to eat the flowers. So. <laughs> We were like, why do you want to eat these flowers, man? What's going on here? Stop trying to eat the flowers. But sometimes, from... sometimes there's no rhyme or reason, Brian. You just you just gotta accept it as as fact and you just you live with it. <laughs> you gotta respect the like the, the, the persistency, the, the the drive to eat yep. the, the, those darn flowers. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna miss him. Uh it's weird to imagine him gone because it's just like there's just a lot more going on in the house it's been a while since i had a pet um i think the biggest notice i've had about having him around for the short term is that pets like really fill the boredom voids 
Like a lot of Absolutely. times when you, when you have like that 10 minutes or like 20 minutes where you just like don't know what you would do. You're just like sitting there and you're like, oh, hi, a cat. Like yeah. I'm going to hang out <laughs> with my cat and and play, play with him and. No, for sure. Yeah, and also that you know, there, there's countless studies and whatnot done where you know, pet just petting your pet just relieves stress, right? So like, if you just have like a stressful ass Dota game and just go chill with your your pet for five minutes, you know, you're just you're naturally calming down because you're just you're chilling, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, for sure. I'm uh, I I think I've told you before that I'm moving to New Hampshire soon. Like early next year. That doesn't probably. sound familiar to me, dude. I almost so. certainly told you at some point. I'm moving in with my watchmaker friend. I thought I told you on a I, podcast before. I feel like I don't. Oh, oh, he's tapping through my windows. He's back. You here, buddy? <laughs> you here? No. You just want to push my keyboard a bunch? Are you going to come here? Come here, buddy. I, you continue with your story. I, I swear well, you've not told me this. I feel like that's yeah, big well, news well, for well, me to I, remember. I was just going to say. I'm moving to New Hampshire probably in like uh April of next year, maybe maybe March. So so still a few months away, but uh my friend he's a he's a watchmaker for or tech, watchmaker slash watch repairman for, for Rolex and he got a decent offer from a place in New Hampshire and he was like, yo, you want to move to New Hampshire with me? I'm like, hot damn, do I? So, <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing about that is I know we've talked about you wanting to eventually move out of your place. Obviously, you didn't have too much of a reason since you're living rent free or, you know, cheaper rent or whatever with mm. the folks. But uh, that's awesome, man. When when's the official date? Uh, again, it's it's going to be like mid-March or early April, probably. Okay. Uh, we're not we're not exactly sure yet. We're flying down or flying up rather in. Uh, mid-january i think like january 12th does he or already have a place picked out or you guys have to do some wait we're, we're checking out two different apartment complexes but we like he's already talked to the people and he's pretty certain that we're going to be going to one of the two because they're like the the apartments are basically right in between his work and uh the rock climbing gym that's going to be in the city that we're in and we're oh, both that's like important. We're, we're both very into rock climbing so we want to definitely have uh, well, you know, as I said earlier, I'm getting back into rock climbing, but I used to be very into rock climbing. So, you know, he he wants to make sure that that's like easily accessible to us so we can just go together and like motivate each other and whatnot. And but yeah, I look forward to it because I feel like I can. I don't know. I feel like it will be the push I need to like actually start getting my life in order and like, you know, be motivated to do things and whatnot. Yeah. Us Dota players, uh, I'm telling you, man, a lot of viewers, it's probably hard to understand. Maybe they do understand. Maybe they assume they understand. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, maybe they assume correctly. Maybe they assume incorrectly. I don't know. But being a streamer Dota player, you kind of just don't develop real-life skills. You kind of just... Uh... Well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. It, it, it's just... It's like, you know, Dota skills can be applicable to real life. It's just most Dota players don't consciously understand how to apply the skills they've learned, right? Okay, because, I like, think this is true to some extent, but I feel like what I'm largely getting at is most jobs require person-to-person -person interaction and, like... Well, that's what out. I mean. Like, like, BSJ, if you're on a successful Dota team, like... 
you're able to interact with other people and you're able to, you know... Tier 1 Dota players do not yeah. have this problem, from what yes. I've noticed. Yeah, okay? but, but, but I mean, if you're just talking about, like, your average, like, rank 100 immortal to rank 1,000 immortal... I'm talking about every <laughs> player who's not on, a like, a Tier 1 Dota team yeah, that yeah. plays a lot of Dota. Like, yeah. you can be a streamer, you can be... Like rank one thousand immortal, I don't really care. Like I think as long as you're not on a tier one Dota team, you get virtually no exposure to real life negotiations or confrontations or anything like that. And even as a Dota tier one Dota player, yeah, maybe you learn how to deal with problems within your team, but I feel like unless you choose to deal with real life problems on your own, you're not gonna Yeah, I I I mean, you know, actually uh, uh, learn a lot of that kind of obviously thing. laziness will always come into a come into play when when we're talking about dota players <laughs> uh, it's like the thing is it's like when i was in you know when you're in school you're forced to interact with people so yeah. for me i don't view it as like laziness it's like you have to go out of your way to do it you know so it's like i mean yeah to an extent i know i i can definitely get what get what you're saying like for example for for me personally i hadn't uh since high school or like i, I i've been doing dota pretty much full time for the past 10 years or so right and uh, ten, like about ten years ago was when I graduated high school, maybe a little longer. Um, but there, there was a point I hit maybe like three or four years ago where I just I consciously told myself I was just like, all right, Jaren, just say yes to like anything that people like. like pe if someone's like, hey, you want to go get food? Just be like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go out and get food with you. Or like, you want to go do this random thing that I typically would say no to because I want to play Dota? No, I'm gonna say yes to it and just like go do that random thing. So I did that for like two months and i literally had so many i mean we can call them friends we all thought we were really good friends but you know <laughs> i i spending time I, with them that wasn't the case or what well well, well i mean it, like i enjoy their company but it's like i can only i can only really keep in touch with so many people right like i can't i i i, I don't know for me personally i feel like i can't actively say yes all the time because i need i need time to recharge but for like two months i kept it up where i was just saying yes to like everybody's plans and like everything anyone wanted to do and i just like didn't have any free time by the end of it and i was just like all right i need to like reset and kind of chill again you know because <laughs> like, i can't keep doing all of these things yeah i mean there's obviously like a middle <laughs> there's like a middle ground there yeah, yeah definitely yeah. I think the best way to fix a lot of issues is to is one of two things. One is to just like rip the band-aid off and go like zero to a hundred or go like baby steps. You know, yeah, I yeah, think that's like the only two ways that can work depending on the circumstance that you're dealing with. And if you're talking about like social life and stuff, I do think the best way is to just rip the band-aid off and go do it. Yeah. Um, learn what you enjoy doing and what you think is worth your time. Um one second. Slacks is trying to invite me to to do Ag's Lab. Not going to do that one again. Uh, so, um, what was I saying? Oh, but yeah, like when we talk about like friend interaction and like having a social life, it's like as a streamer, I feel like it's, or a Dota player, especially like somebody who works from home and kind of works alone most of the time. I think it's like really important to have that kind of stuff. At least some find the things that matter to you a lot. I've noticed that like, finding like three or four really good friends is way better obviously than like 
20 yeah, friends yeah. that you could maybe hit up with. Like you said, like, uh, you can only have so many people you keep in touch with. So these are all lessons that, like, seem really obvious. But if they're, like, adulthood lessons, I feel like I didn't learn any of them until, like, the last two or three years. No, for I started, for like, sure. prioritizing it. Well, well, I mean, to be fair, though, BSJ, I feel like life is just a learning experience for everyone, right? Like, no no one actually knows what the fuck they're doing. They're, <laughs> everyone's just kind of going through the motions until... Some until people can people... act like they know what they're doing <laughs> yeah, compared yeah, to others. Like, until other people are like, damn, you have your shit together. And you're like, wait, I have my shit together? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh... It's all about appearances nowadays. <laughs> the thing is, you're exposed to so many more people than you used to be, like anybody else no, in the history, I, right? Dude, hu- humanity was not meant for the internet, like at all. There, like, <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. Is like, like as a streamer, you know, sure, sure. There's so many like positive parts of streaming and whatnot, but like also. You you can become like so so like self conscious as a streamer because you just see so many negative comments about you like e- even if it's not like all at once you know just throughout the throughout the course of an eight hour day you just randomly see people like attack every ounce of like your being <laughs> and it's just it's weird <laughs> yeah the human psyche was definitely not meant to get that much critique for sure I I feel like it takes a pretty powerful incredible person to deal with it on a regular basis uh and that's why i really respect some of the bigger streamers that somehow managed to make dude 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 like, the, the streamers who have like work. the streamers who have like five digit viewers like ten thousand plus viewers it, uh, i don't know how they do it because like those chats are just brutal <laughs> like i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest here and say maybe something controversial or cringe quote unquote to the viewers i have one of the streamers I respect the most is actually Pokemon. I can't believe that she's taken what she had, like, as a streamer and, like, turned it into what she has. She has, like, 20k viewers regularly, and she's, like, talking about her feelings and shit, and she's talking about her real life. She does, like, real-life streams, and yet she gets bombarded by a bunch of, you know, simps and people mm-hmm. who are, like, harassing her and stuff, and yet she's, like just functioning like whether or not she struggles <laughs> she and just, like just like, ignores it all just yeah keeps... like whether or not she actually like i don't know her as a person obviously but like the fact that she's functional after all that like i that that to me is like like to just just wow no, for sure it, it, it's a it's a a very impressive skill i I must say and and like one, one i certainly haven't mastered yet like I, I do my best i really do my best to like be easygoing and like kind of take the, those comments like in stride and whatnot but it's hard man it's fucking hard and i'm much much smaller smaller than pokemon like. dude it's so hard man like i actually got accused by collie of something it was like a month or two ago she said i take everything too seriously and i definitely didn't used to do that like five years ago no way in fuck you could tell me that i took things too seriously i was like the guy always making stupid jokes out of debatably serious things yeah. and i realized that she was right like i took things very literally i took things face value and it's like oh, that's not hey, what you that's not what you do in real life right yeah. like if you're just hanging out with friends but i realized that like my streaming life was actually bleeding into my real life in that way and uh you know it took a little bit of reflection a little bit of like okay thinking about it a bit and 
it's definitely gotten a bit better. But the fact that that even happened, it's it just shows like with streaming, it's really hard to like laugh off insult after insult. Wow, you know, yeah. joke about insecurities you may have. You're basically not allowed to have any insecurities as yeah. a streamer because well, well, especially I I feel like for us especially, it's like. A, a lot of our fun comes from poking fun at, at friends and whatnot, right? And, like, you know, kind of having that, that back and forth between people. And then, you know, your viewers kind of want to be involved in that back and forth as well. But then, sar like, sarcasm and, and stuff like that doesn't come through text as easily. So so then, you know, so someone who is just trying to, like, jest you or whatnot, it, it comes off the wrong way. And then you're just like, oh, my God, I, I feel bad about myself now. <laughs> Yeah, when you don't have the tone and you have to like read every single comment, it's like in, yeah. like you just said in real life. Like, if somebody says like, "God, you're such an idiot, man," it's like you yeah. know that he's joking. Yeah, but like if somebody on the internet says, "God, you're such an idiot," they could be thinking the same thing. Like they really could be. They could be messing with you and be like laughing at how stupid something you just did was. And honestly, or, I'd say most of the time they pro like they probably most of the are. Time they are. <laughs> most of the time, I would say most people are not being like completely toxic. They're just saying something that they think would be okay in real life that doesn't come off the same way to a streamer. Yeah. And um it's really hard to like assume that that guy's got like a friendly tone. It's like hard to just like put a friendly tone on yeah. that comment. Well, 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 see, see, my issue with it is when I read things, it's my inner voice that plays when I read it, right? And my inner voice isn't a pleasant inner voice. <laughs> so when I read something, it's like nasty at me, and I'm like, oh, this bad. I'm gonna get him. Yeah, especially when you're in a bad mood from like some bad yeah, Dota yeah, games. Or exactly, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Like you have one bad game. Like my inner voice is like, "God damn it, you suck, Jared." Like you, you got to do this, this, and this better. Like whatever. And then like I read a shitty comment. And I'm like, "Oh god damn, it. <laughs> this is just what I need." <laughs> but yeah. I'm trying to not do that anymore. As I said, you know, trying to be more positive, trying to be more easygoing. Dota's for fun. We're all here to enjoy the same game. Hooray! Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> nah, I mean, the, at the end of the day, I'll say it time and time again. Dota's, Dota's amazing. I think Dota's the best game ever created. I, I don't say that just because it's my job. I played it for I, five years before it's my job. You know, I love Ryan, I, I've probably put 45,000 hours into Dota at this point. <laughs> I feel Dave, like that's just enough. <laughs> It ruins every other game. I was actually having this discussion with Kali at dinner. I met one of her friends, and we were talking a bit about, like, binge-watching shows and how certain shows are, like, so good that it's like, once you run out of your good show, what do you do next, you know? And I was like, yeah, man, what do you do after you watch... Or what do you, what do, you do after you play Dota? Seriously. What, what Do, game do you Dota, what Dota do you actually play? ruined other video yeah. games. <laughs> like every Dota player ever. I I can't I, stand playing any other game. Like I, I I will say though, Rocket League has been kind of fun for me because it's been kind of like uh it's been dealing with with my soccer itch since my injury, you know, like like my, my competitive sports itch. That's funny. I've been, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've been having soccer fun with Rocket League. With, yeah, yeah, I've been having fun with Rocket League. Not not that I'm like the greatest at it yet, but you know, it, it has been a good kind of like substitute for that that like competitive side of me. So Slags has rated me and a bunch of his viewers are posting I I assume to be the match ID of Slags beating Apex Mage. 
<laughs> and I would like to say that I played with Newsham and Jenkins like a lot of sessions. We've probably played uh -huh. Apex Mage like 15 times. And uh -huh. we've made it to the final boss like four or five times. And we always end up losing, though. But every <laughs> run is literally like people body blocking each other to try to kill them. And I've, 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 I've watched yeah, yeah. It's like fucking body blocking each other and like none of us will have any lives and four lives drop on the ground and Jenkins picks up all four of them. You know, that's the kind of runs we go on. I literally saw one where like Kali accidentally got hit by like the Forge Spirit attack or whatever because she yeah. was in melee range. Yeah. And then it just like shot one at you. And you were and you were like, "Don't worry, Kali. It happens to everyone." And Nushim's like, "Yeah, it happens to everyone." And he just runs into <laughs> the one that was attacking. You. <laughs> My point being is that we're literally like blitzkrieging these levels. Okay, we're like running around like chickens with our head cut off, doing stupid shit, and we're making it to the final boss. I played wow. two games with Slacks today. And all he said was, can we, can we take it slow? Can we cheese this boss with Phoenix from, from really long range? Can we just, like, not aggro them so we can, like, beat the level? And I'm uh, just like, and, and then I have his chatters come in, you know? And tell me, here's the ID for Slack's beating Apex Mage. It's like, okay, man. Like, how much am I going to see you guys sitting in corners, moseying your way through, you know, <laughs> like... Uh, you know that's so impressive, Slacks. I wish I was having as much fun playing Apex Mage as you are, fucker. So, thank you for the raid, though, Slacks. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, so we are doing an episode of the podcast for all the people that joined in. But uh, <laughs> I just think it's funny. I I think Newsham and Jenkins are two of the most unique players of dota that i've ever encountered I, I i don't understand those two they have the weirdest fucking dynamic they're literally shit talking each other and oh i, I see like, i i entirely understand their dynamic dude like uh, the the year i played with nushi uh like for that one year that he left jenkins because well I, actually because we kicked him <laughs> But for that one year, I got to know Nishim pretty decently, <laughs> and I entirely understand those two those two dynamics. It's like I understand what the dynamic is. I just don't understand how it happened. You know how did how did these like two oh, players? Oh, I mean, two people I mean, it, it's, they, they just fucking started playing party queue a lot, like right when Dota two came out, because that's what. All that's all anybody did basically for the first two two years of Dota two or something three years because yeah. rank didn't even exist yet so everybody just party queued and the all of that party queuing literally resulted in like the majority of the teams you saw when rank came out basically because <laughs> everyone just knew each other. Have you been playing any of the Agonims? Um, I I told you I I'm on like the the third tier I think. Yeah, this something. was like five days ago. So I, yeah, I, I have not really been playing any. I, I asked Nushram to to carry me to to tier five so I can or eight to Apex so I can I can join in on the fun, you know. Although and has that it's happened kind of yet? Like, it hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't. Pro probably tonight it'll happen. But uh, okay, are we are we assembling the group? You, me, Jenkins, and Nushram. I, I are you I, are you down I, after I, the podcast? I can't, I can't immediately after podcast. I have other things to do. Well, like what? At eleven fifteen. Well, I have to eat first of all, sir. 
Uh, that it's eleven fifteen p.m. Man, you don't need to eat. That sounds unhealthy. I haven't eaten yet. Well, I need food. I I went rock climbing. I I need calories. In How does my this body. sound to the average viewer at home that Monkey says he can't do anything at eleven fifteen p.m. because he has to eat? How does this sound to the to the do viewer you not, at home? Do you not cook yourself food? Ah, actually, Collie and I for Christmas we had a really cool dinner that we made. We made a three course dinner from uh, a book that was a recipe of a three-star Michelin chef. So we made three courses. And yeah, there was like a decent amount of downtime because things just had to like simmer and stuff like that. But it took seven hours. Seven? And you're complaining about me needing to eat so... (sighs) All right. No No worries, Brian. I, I have a direct. I have a direct quote from Slacks about your need to eat right now. He says, "Are you going to have a heart attack sitting at your computer, you weak fuck?" Oh, and that's I, a and very, I agree that's, with the sentiment. That's a very that good point, Slacks. You know, I I should stay at my computer and not eat if I'm not going to have a heart attack. Exactly. <laughs> Slacks, you really know how to get through to people. I understand that's why you're the manager and uh, representative for Arkosh Gaming. Seems like thank, really thank goodness you didn't you didn't just tell me to go to go into my backyard and eat some grass though when I when I told you I had to eat because I'm a vegetarian. That's that's typically my 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 viewers' reactions to Yeah, that my, was what, actually quandary perplexed reaction and uh we would like to compliment you for being incredibly original. Thank you, buddy. What 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 did he say? How he much said, how much cooking could be involved in that? Doesn't he just have to graze in the backyard? There it is. I'm telling you, every time I say you have to eat, shit like that. Every time, Brian. Imagine being a vegan. First of all, I'm not even a vegan, sir. Yeah, I mean, for people who are like, you know, not in on our mind monkeys inside jokes over the course of several years. I've always given him shit for being a vegan, even though he's just a vegetarian. So it's not just you. It's literally been everybody for like eight years. Everyone's like, ha ha, good one, me. vegan. And it's I'm like, me. I'm like, I'm a vegetarian. And they're like, ha ha, yeah, okay, Mr. Six Foot Eight from Hawaii. I'm like, where did that come from? That actually makes no sense. I don't understand. None of it makes any sense, Brian. None of it does. You sound like you're projecting. I can't. Apparently, I'm just never allowed to vent, you know? I'm always in the wrong, no matter what. You're you're being hostile right now. Brian, I feel like you're harboring right now. Uh, oh, harboring. That's the that's the word. I said hostile. When we were on Team Runes, whenever somebody was upset, the direct response would just be, sounds like you're harboring. <laughs> sounds like, I feel like you might be harboring. There was, there was never a constructive conversation to like solve issues there, on that team. There were zero conclusions on Team Runes. Uh, every <laughs> single... <laughs> Every single time there was an argument, Jubei just goes, sounds like you're harboring. And Boris would be like, I think somebody's harboring. And then eventually, my and Monkey's response became the same thing. Sounds like you're harboring. And then we just stopped stopped resolving things. We just kept telling each other that we're harboring. 
and just never never came to conclusion. I think we should make a move to top. I really don't like that we're moving bottom. It sounds like you're harboring. Uh, yeah, that would that be the end of the discussion. Might be harboring in that <laughs> oh, there's so much history that goes back in the Dota world, and there's so many lessons and random words well, well, and quirks. It, and it, the the, the funniest there. thing to me, BSJ, is that like the the all of our team experiences and whatnot, like. This shit has happened to hundreds and hundreds of Dota players. Like, there are so many people out there <laughs> who There's... are in a like, very similar situation. <laughs> but, like, we're, we're the only ones, like, that have big enough followings that, you know, <laughs> we actually get our stories out there. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, untapped content to be explored from the history of the Dota scene. I'm sure it applies to pretty much every game, but, you know, Dota's its own no, monster yeah, yeah. of sorts. I, I wasn't, like, necessarily call, like calling people out or anything. I was just saying, like, it, it's just cool to me, right, that, you know, there there was probably hundreds of team runes out there, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I can't even imagine the stories that might be... T- I mean, I've heard a lot of random stories from people, and I half the shit I can't believe it happened. I mean, I assume it happens, because, like, why would they make it up? But... Yeah, they're just like no way in hell that you'd think a real life team or a person would have that happen. But uh, that's what you know. That's what life experience, like you said, it's all about learning and uh, for learning us, and improving. Just the source of that learning always comes back to Dota. You know, whether or not it's a Dota it really team, <laughs> whether or not it's actually playing a game of Dota and dealing with people in a Dota game, whatever it is, you know. And that's why we have this podcast. Dude, because, be, be, because yeah. of how I've learned, or, or, or because of how I taught myself how to approach learning in Dota, I feel like I could tackle most things, right? Like, I, I, I feel like I could I could get to the level of understanding that I need to get to for, for pretty much whatever, right? Because I, I feel like I understand the steps I genuinely have to go through to, like, towards... Learn something. Create, yeah, 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 towards, like, creating the, those those connections and whatnot that 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 you need to be successful i agree now you definitely learn how to learn in dota like if you can't if you can learn how to do it in dota you can probably learn how to do it in whatever like learn how to do something in regards to anything in life pretty much yeah so so i i have a lot of fake confidence because of dota (laughs) dota really goes all right you can do it jaren yeah you've gone through worse i'm sure So my question is, monkeys. You know, we're talking about Dota as a game, and I asked you about Ags. How long am I gonna have to wait for you to play Ags Labyrinth with us? I, tonight? I bet you I can get to Apex in like one night with Nushi. I mean, no, oh, I'm saying I'll play. I'll be on the boosting party. I need shards anyway. Oh, I mean, I I don't know. Like, just make just make your party. I'm saying how I'm saying how long are you gonna eat for? Well, I I don't. I haven't decided what I'm gonna cook yet. Like. what? Can you start planning this shit now? I feel like this is. Just I, I've excuses. been talking to you. Okay, yeah, that's right. You have been somewhat busy. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we'll give monkeys his time to do his cooking and sorts. But while we're here, monkeys, we do need to remind people that we are partnered with OKEX, who is a cryptocurrency platform powering the play-to-earn games like Axie Infinity. Monkeys, did you know that? I. 
was vaguely aware of it, yes. They've literally briefed you on this at least 10 times. It is my job to tell you guys about it, though. Play-to-earn games are games that allow you guys to earn NFTs in-game, and Axie is one of the more popular ones. Actually, the most popular one. You can play Axie to earn NFTs that you can buy, sell, and trade on the marketplace, and all of that is powered by OKEX. I actually have a decent amount of this memorized after saying it, uh, saying it so many times. So there's going to be a link in the YouTube description that you guys can find uh, if you're looking for it there. And I'll also be sending a link to you guys in Twitch chat if you are interested. And uh, go check it out if that's something that interests you. So that is our partner with the podcast. Please be happy for us that we have a partner and a sponsor. And if it's not for you, that's totally okay. No need to talk about it. Uh, so, Monkey's my man. With that in mind, you know, I talked about the amazing game of Axie Infinity, and we've been talking about the amazing game of Dota 2. And we're going to be playing Ag's Labyrinth, amazing game of Dota 2, later today, after you're done doing normal things. Is there any Yay! final thing you'd like to say to the lovely people at home watching and enjoying themselves and such? I hope you all had wonderful holidays, and I hope that you all have a happy new year. That is so basic, bitch, of you. Thanks, guys. What? See you later, monkeys. Thanks for watching, guys. See you later. Bye! Happy holidays, everybody. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.